Whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a staycation, Macy's has everything you need. Summer's almost here, and I'm so excited to take a trip with Bryn. We are planning it right now. We are heading to Macy's before we pack to grab new shoes we can wear all day with anything. I'm excited to lay in the sun with key pieces from Macy's, like my new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi's skirt. I am ready to relax and look and feel amazing. Oh, how good that sounds. Of course, I can't forget a new beach bag. I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Imagine a sharp, stabbing pain on your skin. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful, blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I've talked about this before. I'd like to talk about it again. The unsubscribe process has gotten really fucking crazy now. Like now, unsubscribe, you have to hunt. You have to get a magnifying glass. You have to go down to the bottom. Some people don't even have it. Sometimes you get like 10 emails from the same person. There's a restaurant in Connecticut that has been emailing me every day. They're goddamn special, sometimes twice a day. The fall holiday menu, the daily menu. I don't want this. And I don't, I want to be off this. I want to be off this. Someone I know puts me on every political email about everybody that's speaking and every bill that's getting passed. I don't want to be on this. And there's not even an option. How bold, how pushy to think that you don't even give an unsubscribe option. But the ones that do give unsubscribe options are very ambiguous and vague in the language. For male preferences, like what? Male pre Is that... I want to see the words unsubscribe in giant red bold in the middle of the damn email or at the top. I don't have to go to the bottom where the fine print is and find the word unsubscribe. And it's always in like a faded pink or faded blue or faded gray, like unsubscribe. Like, why is it a secret? I know you, so you want me to be there without wanting to be there? Like you want to be in a relationship with me that I don't want to be in? So then you go down 
and you hit unsubscribe. And then there's this other long word, like, I, I want, I want to unsubscribe from newsletters, weekly hair appointments and therapy sessions. But the next one was like, I don't want to receive these emails. I'm thinking, Ooh, is there something besides an email? So if I say, I don't want to see these emails, but then I'm still going to get the newsletter. And there's only one box you can check. I don't want any of this. I want to unsubscribe. There's one thing I want to not hear from you ever fucking again. Like, it's like a person you want to break up with. I want out. It's a mafia and I can't get out. I just made a mistake years ago. I just bought something on a website. I didn't like buy something and say, oh, I would like also the side menu that says I want to buy something and I want to hear from you for the rest of my fucking natural born life. I want to unsubscribe and I don't want it to be so hard. And I don't want you to have a word that says male preferences. And I'm like, brief? Like, what are we talking about male preferences? I don't want mail. I don't want any mail. So my male preferences are none, but I'd like to unsubscribe to whatever I'm on. Are you mailing me something also? My mail preferences are never send me anything, but subscribe. I didn't subscribe, you scam artist either. I didn't subscribe. Unsubscribe. Like breaking up with you would indicate that we were actually in a relationship. I did not subscribe. If I did, I was being held against my will. Okay. I did not willingly subscribe. It's usually the same people that ask you if you're a robot. They have the fucking nerve to ask me if I'm a robot but not give me the option to unsubscribe. When someone asks me if I'm a fucking robot, I'm going to want to unsubscribe. So those things, it's the same people. And while we're on it, when did everyone have to like give us their like religious beliefs in, in, in the end of a goddamn email? Like with patience and dignity, with love and harmony, with Christ and hugs. Like I, I don't understand. Every time someone said, like now an email, when someone signs out, warmth with patience, kindness, with goodness and empathy. Like, what is going on? Am I at some sort of touchy-feely, culty love seminar? It's okay. Like, I'm good with sincerely, best. I'm good with just sign your name. I, 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 like, I don't think it's always that sincere either. Sincerely. So let me get this straight. Are there ones that you send out that don't have sincerely on it? Because by definition, every single person has not been sincere in everything they've ever said. So then it should either be like an understood sincerely that just every email just, it should be like that one at the bottom of the Apple thing. You're like, sent from my iPhone. So I might have some fucked up typos and grammatical errors. It should just be like, I'm going to now say God bless you once because you've been sneezing multiple times. So this just counts. Like these emails that I send out are sincere. If you say sincerely, are we supposed to be like, hmm, I don't say, I mean, when people say, trust me, you know, I I don't, then maybe you don't trust them. So I just, sincerely is not necessary. Best. What is that? That's the best to me? You're sending me the best to me? A lot of people have sent me emails that are not wishing me the best. I could just tell you that right now. So I'd like to get some authentic endings. Warmth. I'm freezing. I don't, I'm always cold. I'm always wearing a cardigan. I don't necessarily want warmth. What if I want a chill? Warmth. Okay. What does that mean? What, what does that even mean? And what does it have to do with business? Warmth. And then with, I've had with patience. Oh, smile away. What? Why don't you go fuck yourself? That sounds creepy and weird. Okay. Smile away. 
smile away when I'm laughing at this signature. I'm looking away. I'm smiling. What does that even mean? Smile away. With respect. Okay. Did you think about that every single time it was respectful? Because I could tell you I send emails and they're not necessarily always with respect. Sometimes they're with disrespect. Sometimes I don't, I don't respect every single person I send an email to. I could tell you that. Be kind. Oh, okay. I guess this is now a public service announcement. The more you know. Be kind. Why don't we just, I think we should just signing out, start signing out like Rosé all day. Hit them straight. It's raining cats and dogs. Like, okay, be kind. All right. I'm pregnant, you know, with, with anger and frustration. Right? There are many emails you send that you're frustrated with anger and frustration. Or start combining them with respect and frustration. Onwards and upward. What? We are? It's okay. Onwards and upwards. I was enjoying being in a bad mood. I, you know, have PMS, menopause. I don't know that it's onward and upward today. I have hot flashes. I don't feel good. I, you know, we're in a pandemic. I don't know. Today, my guest is Bobby Brown, the famous, talented, wonderful makeup artist and the founder of both Bobby Brown Cosmetics and Jones Road Beauty. Her first line launched with 10 natural shades of lipstick and revolutionized the makeup industry. Since then, she's sold her namesake brand to Estee Lauder, written nine books, and they've opened 30 brick and mortar Bobby Brown stores. After all that and more, she shares with us how she launched her latest brand from her living room during the pandemic last year. Her business plan is simple. You have to love what you're doing. I think you're going to love this episode. She was incredible. All right, so hello. Hello. So uh, we know each other-ish. We are aware of each other. We have met. Um, I looked in your building a long time ago, and I think I ran into you there too, but we don't really know each other. We were at a health magazine thing together. So, you know, there's always those moments, but there's de- like there's nothing similar about us, but we're very similar. Now that I've read about you, there are more things than I would have even known. So where did you grow up? I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago, Wilmette right outside of uh, about 20, uh, 40 minutes out of the city. Okay. I, I know that. I know that area a little bit. Isn't it near um, Lake uh, Forest and those areas? Yeah, not far. Okay. And how many people in your family, how many sisters and brothers, your parents together? Yeah. Growing up, my parents who were 20 and 21 when I was born, they are not together. They're both alive, but not together. Uh, I was the oldest of three kids. So at 25 years old, my mother had three children. Wow. And did they have any money? They, um, my dad was an attorney. My mom is stay at home. So, you know, upper, upper middle class, I guess you can call it. That's what we called it at the time. I don't know what that meant. It meant I didn't have to take out a loan for college. And he seemed successful when you were young because he was an attorney. Yeah, he was successful. He was in and out of being an attorney a couple times and tried a, a few various, you know, different things and always went back to it. So, you know, maybe that's where my entrepreneurial wanderlust came from. Well, what was their philosophy? What were the messages in your house about money, about success, about work, about college, about academia, that kind of thing? Well, I, my parents never really expected me to achieve like, you know, giant success. And they 
you know, raised me to be a good person who worked hard. And, you know, I knew there wasn't like I was going to get any money from them. I, for my graduation gift, my father did su uh, support me for a year, paid my rent while I figured out, uh, you know, my freelance makeup career, which was a really amazing start. But my dad gave me the best money advice when I called him up one day and I said, Dad, I just I I just I can't stick to a budget and I'm always going over my credit card. And he said, stop trying to stick to a budget. And I stopped and he said, just figure out how you're going to make more money. That's so interesting. Well, I, it's funny because sometimes, and this does not mean people should get into debt because that's a different thing than what you're saying, but sometimes you stretch yourself a little bit and get over your skis. So you really have to hustle and pull it together. And I have found that those are times that you really do end up finding gold. It happened for a lot of people during the pandemic. How um, has your business been affected during the pandemic or, or not even... Like, and what, what did you change? Meaning, what did you say? Wait a second. I see this opportunity that maybe no one else is seeing, or I'm not a stunned deer. And this is the way I'm going during the pandemic. Well, I launched a new beauty brand during the pandemic and it was, you know, probably the most unconventional time, the unconventional way. And it's been a, a tremendous success. So I saw it as an opportunity because we don't need to do things the way we used to do them. I launched them from my house with some of the biggest press possible on Zoom. You you were always going to launch it at this time and then you just said, okay, we're still going to go through with it or you decided during a pandemic and then launched it? Well, the reason I chose that date, which was October of 2020, was because it was when my non-compete from Estee Lauder was up. So it didn't matter where it fell in October. It fell a week before the presidential election in the middle of Black Lives Matter and Me Too and every, and the pandemic and everything else. But there was nothing stopping me when I, it was the first day I had my freedom because I had a 25 year non-compete. And so I launched it and I just went with it. I had a seven year non-compete. So you had a 25 year non-compete. You definitely thought that was the rest of your business life when you signed it. You did not think that like that you would still feel so young 25 years later, right? I mean, 25 years sounds like an eternity. Well, when we, my husband and I sold our company, I was early thirties. I could have been 33 or 34. And when my husband said they want you to sign a 25 year non-compete, I just thought, oh, I'm not gonna wanna work in my sixties. So I launched Jones Road at 64 years old. So um, yes, I, I did launch it. So, so fascinating. So, let alone to be working in your 60s, you don't think you'd be working, but let alone launching. So, so it's a clean beauty brand, which is really what your entire brand identity has always been. Well, no, my entire brand identity has always been makeup that looks... Uh, you know, natural, that looks like the color of your skin, that makes you feel, you know, confident. I mean, it's just my style as a makeup artist. You know, I've always loved to make people look healthy and beautiful and, and more like individual than what's happening in the trends. So that was before, when I was a makeup artist before I launched the first big brand. And certainly it's been refined with Jones Road. Well, I need your advice later about a makeup artist because I find, so I don't wear makeup respectfully unless 
I'm being paid or have to, or really just I'm going to something, right? I never do because I want to feel clean at all times. I'd rather, I don't wear nail polish. I'm just that person. So I get who you're talking to because you're talking to me. But when I wear makeup, I look worse. I look older. And when people do my makeup and it takes an hour and a half, I, I look like, I look horrible no matter who does it. So I, I love your whole entire just ethos from the beginning. But it should take you five minutes to do your makeup. And by the way, the hashtag for Jones Road is how not to look like shit. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh my God, I look so tired. Well, I put a, I put a few things on and then I, you know what? I could, I could teach you, I could show you how to do your own makeup in five minutes. And then when you go out in the evening, you just take it up a notch or two notches. Exactly. there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Imagine a sharp, stabbing pain on your skin. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful, blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. So I, I want to hear about your trajectory. You know, I read it about you, but I want to hear it from your perspective. From what I read that you um, really kicked it off because of a guy at Kiehl's, a chemist at Kiehl's, uh, that you asked if he could do something and then you ended up doing something together. So can you sort of tell us about your trajectory? Sure. So, you know, I was a makeup artist working for fashion. I worked, you know, I had covers of Vogue. I did fashion shows. I was kind of on the top of my of my game. I also, you know, met the man of my dreams, got married, moved to the suburbs. And I was actually pregnant with my first kid when I was doing a shoot for Mademoiselle magazine at Kiel's pharmacy. Um, and, you know, before they sold it, when it was still family owned, by the way, and I met a chemist and I told him I always wanted to make a lipstick that looked like lips. And uh, we worked on a formula together and that's how I started the brand. And where is that guy now? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, we worked together, you know, for a few years. And our our uh, deal in the beginning was he would make the lipsticks. He would give them to me. I would market them and sell them. And we'd split 50-50. And that was the end of it. They were $15 lipsticks. I'd get $7.50. He'd get $7.50. You know, that was great at the moment. But when I, you know, decided to launch Bergdorf Goodman as my first retail store through an opportunity, clearly that wasn't a business that would work that way. So I had to start all over and recreate them with an actual cosmetics lab. Well, it sounds like from the very beginning, when your mom asked you, like, just what, what do you want to do? A lot of us don't think about exactly what we want to be doing. We're in a box about what we should be doing, what they're doing, what we decided we were going to be doing in college. And it sounds like, and this is very similar to me, you just did, like, you just decided to get on the road. You weren't exactly sure where you were going. And you just looked at the doors that were opening and made the best out of each opportunity. But it also sounds like you're a connector. You just, you meet somebody, you take that road and you make it the most that you possibly can. And it sounds like that's a big, big thread of your career. I think it is. And I also, you know, I really like people. I like meeting people and I see interesting opportunity. I'm really curious. And, you know, I'm basically a a normal down to earth, simple person that just, you know, feels very lucky that I've had this incredible life. And, you know, I just, I always do kind of see opportunity where other people see, you know, obstacles. Do you feel that that's you're playing chess? You're thinking so many different moves or that you overly simplify it because it seems like your path has been simple, not in that it wasn't difficult, but in that you just what you described about natural makeup. It's not that different than thinking of a skinny girl margarita, a low calorie margarita. What afterwards, it seems so like complicated. But in the moment, it was like, why isn't there a low calorie margarita in a bottle? You're saying, why is there not non-clown makeup? Right, exactly. I mean, I to me, when things get complicated, I do try to simplify them. It's always been my thing. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, why isn't, yeah, that's an entrepreneur. I mean, and look, we're, you know, we both come from probably similar 
you know, ancestry. And, you know, my grandfather came here from Russia and, and built like one of the biggest car dealerships in Chicago. And I watched him do it. It's like, oh, okay, be nice to people, talk to people, ask questions and just go do it. One, it sounds like you're just an executor. The Kiehl's guy was probably not a genius. And this other person that you talked to and Bergdorf was probably not a genius. And all these people are not geniuses. They're people. You said, okay, you got that. I've got this. Let's make a deal. But you executed. You made that thing, whatever that one thing was, be the best that it could possibly be. And maybe you outgrew it. Or maybe you went to the next thing, but it sounds like that and people get stuck. They don't know. Just just take that road right there. Just do amazing at it and don't half-ass it. And then get on the next, get off the next exit. That's sort of what I read. All right. Well, you have to keep doing it, number one. And like you just keep doing it. You don't stop. You don't think about it. You don't, you know, you, it's like when people come to me and they say, I want my own business and I say, great. And then they have nothing else. Or when people come to me and I, 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 you know, I want to create this brand. And I said, great, tell me about it. And they're like, well, we have a business plan and I have investors. And I'm like, okay, can I see the product? Well, I don't have the product. Well, if you don't have the product, how do you know that it's even a business and you've wasted all that time and energy and money and now you're in debt and now you borrowed money and you don't even know if, if you could make that moisturizer or whatever you're in your head, you don't even know if it exists or how much it costs. That's exactly right. It sounds like you didn't even realize what you were getting yourself into. You just were singular focused. You knew what you wanted to do. You didn't know how competitive this business would be. You didn't, you were naive, you said. So being naive, ignorance is bliss. Yes. Being naive is, is definitely one of my best traits. And honestly, if there was a crystal ball that said, all right, Bobby, this is what your life's going to be. You're going to be, you know, well-known. You're going to be successful. You're going to have to do all this. You're going to have, you know, hundreds of people waiting for you when you walk in. I would have run the other way. Honestly, I, my, I do one thing at a time and I am never prepared for anything. I guess I compartmentalize all this intensity and you know, especially now, things just, uh, it's like the Wild West, our world right now. Things come in and you're like, okay, that sounds interesting. Oh, no, I don't want to do that. So, you know, you just do, you do one thing at a time and just kind of figure it out. Well, it's like a marathon. You don't think about the whole entire distance. You just take one mile at a time. And um, you didn't have a big grand plan. You just took one step at a time. And you still don't. You just want to do this. And you just do that to the best of your ability and execute. Yeah. I mean, even like my husband and my son are like, okay, so what are your plans for the business? I'm like, I don't have any plans. I love what I'm doing. I'm so happy. It's killing it. People love it. I want to keep doing it. Like, I, you know, I, I have no plans. I have no plans. You have no plans. And But have you always loved to work? Did you ever get burnt out and fried and want to get off the ride? I got burnt out and fried being a corporate citizen, a hundred percent. And I, you know, I recharged and started all over again. It was very challenging. It, you know, I was almost 60 years old when I left, you know, a job I was in 22 years. You know, I was at a, an employee of a big corporation for 22 years on paper. In my head, I was, I owned the company. But when I didn't know what I was going to do, like, I don't have, I don't know about you, but I don't have a hobby. I exercise and I see my kids and my family, but I don't golf or play tennis. You know, all my friends are doing that stuff and I'm not, I'm working. 
You know, I'm doing things that are like interesting to me. You're not very social. I'm very social. Oh, you are. Oh, I'm very social. I have a lot of friends. We do dinners. I talk on the phone. But I'm, you know, I love, I would much rather, instead of going to lunch with the ladies, go to a, you know, a breakfast with someone I've never met before who's interest, you know, who's interesting to me. Like, I just, you know, I, I, I love not knowing something. I love meeting new people. I'm, I'm not, I'm not socially, like I'm not joining a tennis club or I'm not playing bridge or cards or, and my friends do that stuff. And, you know, I love that they love it, but I, I would rather get, you know, my wisdom teeth pulled. So you create a formula, you're getting press, you start making some money, I suppose, or you're probably putting it all back in the business. Like explain that little time for all of us. So we understand like what the nuts and bolts of that were. Well, first of all, who the hell remembers? Because I was, you know, either pregnant or had a second kid. I was commuting into the city. I was still a makeup artist. I was still, you know, having a career that's growing. I had an office, you know, Vogue was coming to write about us there, you know, Neiman Marcus was coming in. And you know what? My husband went back to law school. I mean, it was kind of like a a mess, like a happy mess. I barely remember how hard it was to manage people. And, but, you know, somehow it all kind of worked. And yes, there was a lot of aggravation and, um, but that's part of any business. There was aggravation and then, you know, you sell the company and it's like, you're elated and then you're just figuring it out. And, you know, walking into these situations, like, where am I? What is happening? What's, you know, but I learned so incredibly much be either being uncomfortable or, you know, insecure, uh, you know, whatever emotions you have in the beginning, but you figure it out. I never, ever, ever, ever did HR. I never had to fire people. I, I never had to do those things. Another thing I'm really good at is I always make sure I have someone around me who is able to do things I'm not able to do. And I've written nine books. I don't know how to type. I figure things out. I'm not good at HR. I'm not good you know, at all the business things. I'm not good at numbers. Well, I want someone that is, and I want them to sit down and explain to me what it means. And that's how I run my, my business life. I always say I'm not good at contracts, but I'm good at concepts. So when I'm sitting with the lawyers, I'm like, okay, explain. And then I've figured out, so many different things. I've come up with so many different deal points when I'm not good at contracts, but it's because I just need, like you just said, to be able to understand what we're talking about. And that's great advice for, for, for other people. So how many years did you have this business before you decided to sell? Well, we didn't decide to sell. We were, you know, contacted by many different people. I mean, from L'Oreal to, you know, some Japanese businessmen, I think Shiseido, like we were in Bergdorf's and Neiman's. We somehow became the number one line. And then, you know, we got a call that Leonard Lauder wanted to meet us. So it was after four years, we sold the company after four, four and a half years. And I stayed as an employee 22 years. You know, I kept renewing two-year deals because I didn't want to commit to anything else until I didn't, until I, it was done. So we, are, we speak a similar language because we both are in industries where we both sold at an early point in the business. So I 
was I turned a brand in 18 months. Okay. So we sold earlier than the really big numbers were coming in for beauty and liquor brands. It sounds like based on reading about you. And I personally didn't know. I mean, I, I did something in, a, in an industry I didn't understand whatsoever. And I also didn't go to sell. I was approached, but I was nervous that the big guns were going to come and copy me, which they did, that something legal would happen. And I was completely broke because I never took a penny and had no money. And I wanted to have my first pile because I was broke. And I, these are all my reasons for doing it. So what's the whole deal with that whole decision and that early sell and all of that? Well, it was much more simple and practical for me when when we were approached, my husband and I had partners, a husband and a wife, and it was a really contentious relationship. It was bad. I used to lay in bed and just say, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. I'm out. And my husband would say, calm down. Let them win the battle. We're going to win the war. I never knew what it meant. Calm down. I don't want to talk about it now. I couldn't talk about anything after nine o'clock at night. It was, it was really tough. And then when Lauder came, it was honestly one of the reasons was I didn't want, I just didn't want to be responsible for this working relationship that, by the way, was working because we were doing so well, but it was just so unpleasant. Um, and so they came and, you know, the person stayed with the company, I guess, you know, a year. We rekindled with them. You know, we were, um, look, I'm sure there's stories on both sides. There's, it's not one-sided, but, um, you know... It's uh, we we all had something magical back then. And I don't know, maybe we were too immature to actually just deal with it. But it's, it, you know, it's it's history. So that's a great. So I didn't have a contentious situation, but I wanted to extricate myself from my partner because we were partners only in the cocktails. And I didn't know that I'd want to make Skinny Girl a brand in all these other categories. So like you, I forgot. You just reminded me of that. I wanted to be able to be free of that. And that is a great reason. But you also reminded me that people, when they're thinking about going into business with partners, A, you have to write every single thing down and think of the craziest stuff that could ever happen. But B, you don't want to marry someone you wouldn't want to be divorced from. And that sounds terrible, but you got to think of everything that could go wrong. So you did something and it gave you emotional peace and it gave you what I like to call your first pile. You had financial freedom. Um, did you have to stay in? No, I wanted to stay in. I mean, it was, oh, but they, they would have bought it without you. Like you weren't shackled. It was never, it was never even discussed. And, you know, I don't think I would have sold it if they said they didn't want me. It's what I did. It was my company. And, you know, right. and Leonard Lauder said, we're buying it because of you, the company is you. And it was always me. I mean, unfortunately it still is, you know, it always will be. It's my name. It's, you know, it is. I mean, from an outsider, I think it looks like your brand DNA. And it doesn't feel like they did so much to change it. You know, all the ins and outs, but it looks, I have this, I have it. I still think of you when I think of the brand, frankly, I didn't even, I don't know that much about a lot of things that I learn on here. I didn't even know you sold it. I probably knew it, but forgot it. But I, when I, when I put it on my face, when I put that rose eyeshadow, I think about you. But you know what? It is completely not the same as it was. And, and you know, anyone that you know, pays attention to those things, like it's different, you know, it's just, it's different. I'm sure, you know, people that buy Donna Karen, you know, the old brands are DNKY, you're like, and, and no, it's completely different. So I look at the, you know, brand rarely, but when something pops up on my feet, I look at it 
And I'm just like, oh my God, that does not look like the brand that I created. And, and I don't even have an emotional attachment to it. Like it's my name, but there's nothing else. There's not anything else that has anything to do with me. So then no regrets. No regrets, no. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Imagine a sharp, stabbing pain on your skin. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What is Jones Road? What is that? What does that mean? Well, Jones Road is just a name I found on Waze that I thought sounded cool because I couldn't use my name. And, you know, most of the new, like, cool names, like, it's hard to find one that's not taken. And it's hard to find one that you can get rights to. 
And Jones Road just popped up on Waze one day. And I thought, said, that sounds cool. It sounds like the UK. I love the UK. And um, I can't use brown. I might as well use Jones. So the brand is called Jones Road. I like it. How big of a team do you have now? What sort of, you, you built a brand years ago, launched a brand very successfully. Now you've launched another brand. Obviously everything's different, but what specifically is really different and what's the same? I mean, old school hard work is the same. So what's the same and what's different for you? Well, I mean, everything is different and everything is the same. Meaning, yes, we're still, you know, I'm still putting as much, you know, angst into this company as I did to the other. What's different is the, you know, the people that work for me are much less experienced. They are, you know, super you know, bright eyed and they are super um, excited to be where they are and not just, you know, oh, I've done this for 25 years. You know, I'm really the only one with that kind of experience. But, you know, the difference, how, you know, how everything is working now is different. You know, Bobby Brown was a brand all about retail. Jones Road is direct to consumer. So it's night and day, you know, we own our when we're going to put something out. And guess what? If it's not going to be delivered for whatever reason, so we launch it the week after. Like, it, all that stuff that was so stressful and angsty, oh my God, it's not now. It's like, okay, we ran out of that one shade. When are we getting it back? All right, guys, it's coming back in six weeks. We'll let you know. Like, we're just, you know, we're, we're authentically speaking to our consumer. And I think that's such a cool way to be. Do you still see so many things in this business that are influenced by you, that begun with you, that the people don't even know? I got to say, I mean, I don't know everyone in the world, but people do give me credit for things that have happened. And, you know, especially after I left the company and I didn't know what I was going to do. And I would get these messages that, you know, you revolutionized beauty, you changed. And, you know, I just read these things and, you know, you created a movement. Like I never thought Uh I created a movement, but I did. That's so cool. The good news is I have so many more things that I'm able to create. I created a a product in Jones Road called Miracle Balm, which I've never seen anywhere else. And there is honestly, you use Miracle Balm and you say, oh, my God, how have I lived my life without it? It's exactly what you are looking for. You can put it on your cheeks, on your whole face. You could put it on your eyelids. You could put it on like it gets away at flyaways and it just you look like, you just look better instantly. And I'm like, yeah, that's why we wear makeup, guys, so we can look better instantly. Right, wow. Have you learned that you're better flying solo, not having a partner? Yes, yes, there's no there's no question. It's hard enough, by the way. You know, my business partner is my husband. And so, you know, I still have to explain some things, why I wanna do some things. And, you know, and it's it's a, it's a give and take, but... You know, I'm, I'm not just at my own, like, you know, devices to hire and fire. I have a board. I put together a very small board of people that I that I need by my side that are experienced and, and really smart. And, you know, I have a, an incredibly smart GM who's 31 years old. Wow. That's amazing. What has been your rose, your high point and your thorn just um, career wise? My rose career-wise are, there's so many of them. I mean, there's, you know, I got a very big bouquet because I've I've seen, I've met, I've experienced, I've done, I've learned, I've, you know, had opportunity. And I just, I look back at my whole career like, oh my God, you know, like I never in a million years would have dreamt 
any of it. And I'm also so optimistic that I haven't even come near to where I'm going. And, you know, things happen. Like, I, you know, there was a full page of me on page four in the New York Times last week. You know, it was like that stuff doesn't get lost on me. So, you know, I sent one to my mother in her retirement community and she sent me a picture of her holding this newspaper. Like it made me want to cry. Oh, that's so nice. She's in her 80s and not in the best of health. And it was like, oh, my God. And, and honestly, Bethany, it made me realize, Mom, thank you for all the stuff you gave me. You know, the confidence and the, you know, the naivete that I could do anything. And look, trust me, I forget about the angst of, you know, relationship things I had with my mom. And, you know, you let go of the bad stuff at some point and just focus on the good stuff. But, you know, so my rose is there's, you know, I'm just very fortunate and excited. The thorn is that I am someone that cares so much about everything from how things look to how they seem to how people are feeling. I care so much that it sometimes is really hard for me to not be happy with what I see. Mm -hmm. I get that. I really get that. I, I really, really get that. So you feel like you've overshot the mark, but you haven't taken this ball into the end zone. It sounds like that. Right. A hundred percent. I mean, honestly, hopefully I will have my marbles when I finally write my, you know, autobiography, because there's so many bizarre, interesting, cool, fun, random things that, you know, I wouldn't have had the opportunity or the experience. And it's not to, and it's not about the money and the homes and all that stuff. I, I save every snapshot and photo. I have a Dropbox full of images in, you know, separate little files because I'm very like, you know, organized and visually like OCD. So I'm like, I look at these pictures and I can't even believe that I've had these incredible opportunities. So about relationships, I, we talk about successful relationships because the people that I speak to are uh, very successful in business and very successful in relationships. I found out, I mean, decades long relationships. So it sounds like you are also in that category. And what um, are the biggest threads that jump off the page for you? Well, it's certainly my kids, you know, I mean, I, my posse, like if, you know, I always, uh, you invite me somewhere and I'm going to say, can I bring my posse? Like my posse are my three sons, sometimes a couple nephews, and now they're, they're girlfriends who are now turning into wives. So, you know, my, the thread are those people. I'm also really, really close to the, you know, the, 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 my friends who we raised our kids together, you know, I mean, my oldest is 31 now and I'm still friends with the people that we, you know, would go back to school night with in the suburbs. And, you know, but I have so many new friends that I've met through my career who are, you know, literally like mentors to me that, you know, they're friends, but they're very successful. I wouldn't have met these people if I didn't have this, you know, this life I have. So I, but it's important for me to have both. Like I need my, you know, my slippers to go with my fancy dress, if that makes sense. But with your husband, you work together. What is the, the, the infinite wisdom that you have for being married for so long? And that's your partner in life and in business. We are really lucky and it's not easy. You know, we, we, we are together all the time. We're together all the time. I mean, he's kind of, you know, what time are you done on your podcast? You know, we're together now. And I said, I've got that. I've got that. Is there anything you need? He's like, well, we got to go look for bathtubs because we're renovating and 
a couple houses. So, you know, we're we're together. Does he care? What if you want to go away next weekend to somewhere? Does he care? Does he does feelings get hurt? Are you one? I have two dogs, Biggie Smalls. They're one litter, and we call them one dog. And Paul, my fiance, I used to feel like he wanted to be one dog, and I wanted to be two dogs. So, are you one dog or are you two dogs? First of all, my dog's name is Biggie. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And uh, you know, which is really funny, but. No, uh, you know what? If I told my husband I was going away next weekend, like I, I told him I, I'm on a panel and something in a couple of weeks if it doesn't get canceled. And he says, oh, then I'll go away. Like he couldn't be here without me. I mean, my husband used to call me at four o'clock to say, when are you going home? And I'm like, Stephen, just let me get in the car. And I'd call him in the car. All right. What do you want to do for dinner? What are you doing? So we're, we're, we're pretty connected, but he's like, he's, and he's busier than I am. He's got more businesses than I do. He's super accomplished, but he's also, you know, he's also someone that doesn't like, you know, he, he just, he doesn't need to be working as hard as, and as long as I do. Raising, being wealthy and raising kids and wanting them to have that hustle and that hunger that you had, how do you navigate that? You know, I married a normal guy. My kids are normal kids, at least, you know, a couple of them. I have three sons. And, you know, yes, they were, you know, mostly raised by by watching us. And, you know, people always say to me, especially my, you know, very famous friends, are like, your kids are so amazing. I'm like, yeah, because we kind of raised them to be normal even though they know, you know, they know the privileges they do have. And, you know, I'm honestly, Bethany, out of everything I've done, I'm most proud of the the men that my kids are, you know, have become. I, I've always, like, figured out how to do things that make me comfortable. So, you know, that's important. Like, I just got invited to some big fancy dinner, you know, where there's going to be everyone in our industry. I don't want to do it. I, I've done I those things. I'm over <laughs> it. I don't need to walk around it. on high heels and parade myself. I got it. I really do. Last question, which is what's going on with like the shit show of all this costume, weird makeup? Like what are we going to do? Be wearing like actual plastic masks next? Like I, when I read about you and really how it all started, I just thought about like all these people and all the steps and all this stuff and this messaging for young girls and the filters and you know, it's not me just like, it's wrong. It's just, it's, it's, it's too much. These kids wanting to do all this craziness. You know what? There is an audience for everyone. There's an audience for Jones Road that are people like you, people like me, you know, like a majority of the women just don't want the, you know, the other stuff. And there's plenty of people that want that other stuff. So it's okay. You know, choose the road you want and go for it. I guess I just, I don't want my daughter, which she's not. She's so natural, thank God. But, you know, with the lashes and the contouring and the this and you need that and we need this step and five steps. And, if you know, I, I, I just, I don't know. It feels like the filtering and it feels like the superficiality and it makes me uncomfortable. So uh, I feel like it's a slippery slope. Uh, uh, pounds and pounds of makeup, with the exception of if you're some sort of an artist and doing it for like costume makeup and that's like a whole different form of art I understand but with just needing to feel like it's going to make you look better and prettier all of that that worries me no I I I do think there's you know there's roads for people to take and 
you know, I think, I think everyone will find what's comfortable for them. And, you know, maybe it's comfortable to have a pile of makeup on. Yeah, well, it's not for me. So, you know, well, I appreciate your time. And uh, well, it was such an interesting conversation. I was devouring it because reading about you, I was like, oh, my God, me too. So I, I, I found a lot of similarities and commonalities. And I think it's amazing what you have done for yourself, for your family, for women. Uh, I think it's beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And it was it's nice to connect with you and, you know, keep up your good work. You know, we, we got it. We got us girls have to be there to show everyone else how you do it. A hundred percent. Well, have a wonderful day. And thanks for telling us your story. Uh, Thanks, Bethany. Bobby Brown was so interesting. What a good conversation. I really like to make it about them and we're hearing their stories. But sometimes so many things about a person jump off the page that remind me of me. And I want you to hear those commonalities because you might find something in us that that jumps off the page for you. So there were just so many things with Bobby Brown that I have experienced in my own career that I had to connect them and take notice. Uh, it was really great, really interesting. And she is a true female entrepreneur. So that was an honor. Thank you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.